the older I get, the more focus I find that I put on food. And this last year especially, and maybe this has been one of the benefits of kind of what's been going on uh, in our lives and kind of the um, rearrangement happen, happening is that I've found I have more time to prepare food. Now, I'll be honest with you, for most of my life, I have not spent time preparing food. I grew up with um, a mother who prepared food all the time, and it was awesome. Um, but as I got out on my own, uh, if Nikki wasn't there to prepare something, I mean, I just make do. I mean, peanut butter sandwich, whatever it is, because I've got places to go and I've got things to do. But what I'm finding is, is that I miss out on so much. <laughs> I miss out on good food because I am constantly going and trying to accomplish things. One of the things that I'm finding now is that in order to have good food, you've got to take time to prepare it. Um, most of you know Dennis Baker. You know, he was the guy who, um, it wasn't baking he was known for, it was actually smoking, smoking meat. And he had this great big smoker and he would, you know, bring these uh, meats to our gathering. And so before he left, he said to me, I can't take this thing where I'm going, you know, could you use it? And I'm like, well, yeah, sure. But then I also was like, but that's going to be work. <laughs> am, I, am I really ready for this? But I said, yes. And I found out it is work, but I've also found out it's worth it. <laughs> I've spent a lot of time doing, you know, research on the internet, finding out smoke meats, how to go about it. And I mean, it's a big, long process. And I have spent nights where I'm up like every two hours <laughs> checking the fire. But I got to tell you what, I don't want to do it every end. But I got to tell you what, I've loved it because it's good. <laughs> and I really, I, I just really find more and more out. I love quality food. But the thing is, is that quality food takes time. And here's what I want to share with you this morning. Scripture talks about this in various places. You think about Psalm 23, talking about how the Lord prepares a table for us uh, in the, in the uh, presence of our enemies. Uh, Revelation talks about the supper that the Lord is going to bring us into. Um, scripture talks about how the Lord knocks at the door and he wants to come in and dine with us. And what I want to share with you this morning is that the Lord wants to prepare a meal for you. For you. Okay? But here's what I find we do. I find that what we oftentimes do is what I was doing after I left home. And that I'm settling for anything that will give me enough calories to keep me going. But the reality is, is that what many of us do is what we actually do is that we take pre-digested food that someone has already eaten from the meal that they had with the Lord. You see, they met with the Lord and the Lord prepared mealed for them and they took time to 
partake of that meal. But after they took of that meal, then they shared some of that with others. And there's some nutritional value with that. When you think about pre-digested food, there's, there's some nutritional value. I mean, uh, my dog seems to think so, but anyways. <laughs> there's some nutritional value, but the real value that the Lord wants to give us comes from a meal that we get directly from Him. And that's what I want to share with you this morning because that's one of the things that we're trying to do this year as we've uh, introduced a, a Bible reading plan. And you can do whatever you want, but if you don't have a Bible reading plan, we have one to help you get going. As I mentioned last week, it's kind of like that exercise program where if you have somebody with you, it's much easier to keep going because like preparing a meal, it's a lot of work. And when it comes to really digging into the Word and receiving what the Lord has for us, it is work. But here's the thing, it's worth it. Because when you talk about pre-digested food, it may get you going for a while and it may keep you moving along, but is it really going to help you grow and develop? No, it's not. It's going to help you barely survive. Now, what's going to happen if you don't grow and develop physically? I mean, think about that. The scripture we're going to look at in a little bit is going to talk about an infant. It's going to talk about a child. When you think about what an infant eats, infant eats things that are very easy to digest, things that they don't have to really work at. But here's the deal. Infants are a lot of work. Am I right? They're a ton of work. And they just lay around and make messes and cry and you fix food and then you give it to them and you know they may uh, mash it up a little bit and follow it, but that's about it. But that's where we can get to spiritually. Because one of the things that we have here in this nation, especially with our technology, and we were talking about this in Sunday school this morning, we can turn on a YouTube video, listen to a podcast, and, and I do it. it. It's great. And sometimes I, I need that. I need that encouragement. But those things, what they're meant to be is just that. They're meant to be an encouragement. They are not meant to be the source of my food. The source of my food is meant to be the Lord as I dig into the meal that He's prepared for me in the midst of His Word. And yes, you can get some stuff from others after they've met with the Lord, but what I want to tell you this morning is that stuff is pre-digested and God has so much more for you. There are ways that He wants to speak into your heart that, that He's not going to do through me. Because I cannot prepare a meal the way that He can. He knows you. He knows just what you need. He knows exactly what's good for you. And the meal that He wants to prepare for you will bless you so much more and it will help you grow and develop than anything that's pre-digested that I can give to you. It means setting ourselves and saying, I'm going to go out. I'm going to put in the work. Because that's what I found about preparing a meal. It takes work. And here's what I have to do. 
Uh, Monday is the big day that, that I find that sometimes I prepare and Sedona tell you that she prepares a lot of meals for you. But what I have to do is I always have to stop my projects. And, and that's what's hard on me. Because I get going on a project and I'm, I'm locked on and I, I want to get, I want to make progress. I, you know, whatever it is, I, I'm focused on this thing. And it's like that in our life. Why don't we spend more time with the Lord? It's not because we don't care. We do care. It's not because we don't want what the Lord wants to give us. We do. But what happens is we get focused on other things and it just gets pushed aside. And I get it. But here's the deal. We know that it's good when we take the time to say, Lord, I, I really want to receive. So what it takes is saying, okay, I'm going to stop other things. Even if it means I don't experience certain things, even if it means I don't get as much accomplished, I'm going to stop those things because this is more important. And so I'm sharing with you, I'm sharing this with you this morning because I believe the Lord wants us to say in our hearts um, to get excited about this and to really make the time because He's preparing some good stuff for us. The time to go be with Him, all we're going to get is pre-digested stuff. Fast food that keeps us going, but we really don't and we really don't develop. The scripture I want to look at this morning is in 1 Corinthians chapter 3. And um, I'm only going to be reading a few verses out of here. Corinthians is a letter that Paul wrote because he was having so many issues in this church. But we also see that the Spirit was moving mightily among the people but the problem was is that they were not growing and developing, and so the Spirit was not accomplishing what the Spirit wanted to accomplish because what was happening was is that the flesh kept coming in and, and really redirecting and, and quenching what the Spirit wanted to do. God is wanting to do things through us. As I mentioned earlier in the prayer, we are a body. I'm a small part of that body. You are a part of that body. And we need time with the Lord alone, but we also need to come together. We need to come together because each of us has parts to play and we cannot function as we are meant to unless we are working together. But if you are not being fed, if you are living on pre-digested food, you are not help. And even though the Spirit is there... Spirit fills us and wants to move. The Spirit is not going to accomplish all that it wants because we are not being developed as God has called us to be developed. All right, 1 Corinthians chapter 3. Here's what Paul says to the people in that church. He says, Dear brothers and sisters, when I was with you, I couldn't talk to you as I would spiritual people. I couldn't talk to you as I would spiritual people. Here's the deal. If you have received Jesus, you have been born again. You have a new spirit, a new heart. You become a spiritual person. And, and there are things that you are able to understand 
um, in ways that others who have not been born again cannot. I also want to say this. If you are a person who comes into church and you feel, you're okay, I think this is a good thing, but I feel kind of out of place, there's a good chance that maybe you've never been born again. That you've never really received Jesus. And, I, and so I just want to, I want to stop right there and I want to say, I want to encourage you, you need to take that step and to say, Jesus, I need you to be born again. Because otherwise, there is so much that as God speaks through His Word, it's not going to make sense. But here's the deal. If you're someone who has received Jesus, you are able to understand God's Word. And I'm going to have more to say about that. A minute. He said, I had, I had to talk as though you belonged to this world or as though you were infants in Christ. I had to feed you with milk, not with solid food, because you were, re- you were not ready for anything stronger and you still aren't ready. Paul wanted to give them things that would help them grow and develop, but he didn't do it. Why? Because he couldn't speak to them as spiritual people. Now I want to go back to this word for a second. Sometimes we get the idea that we are not able to understand the word ourselves. That we need somebody else to interpret it for us. And so we need a preacher, we need a teacher, we need something like that. Now God's given us preachers and teachers to bless us, but hear this. If you've been born again, you can understand the Word. Because the Holy Spirit can reveal it to you. That's what I want you to hear. It's really just a matter of you taking the time. Just sitting down, taking the time, and reading It is to the enemy's advantage for you to be intimidated and to think you cannot understand it. That's what he wants you to think because he doesn't want you to go here. He wants you to, first of all, not hear the word at all, but if he can't get you to do that, he at least wants you to live on pre-digested food. He doesn't want you to believe that you can really receive it. And quite frankly, there are those out there who also don't want you to believe that you can hear the Word because they like the glory of it. They want you to go to them. I'm here to tell you, you don't have to come to me. I'm just like you. I'm just a follower of the Lord, and I've been born again, and I have the Holy Spirit, and because of that, I'm able to understand the Word. Now, I've been to Bible college, I've been to seminary, and I want to tell you, I don't understand the Word because I've been to those places. That's not it. As a matter of fact, what I've found and been convinced of more and more is that I get to the Lord that I've It's, It's not the things that I'm picking up in this world and picking up from others. It's the closer I get to the Lord. So I want you to hear this. If you are intimidated, don't be. Okay, this is, this, is, this is a spiritual book, and if you give your heart to the Lord, He is able to speak to you. I don't care what your age is, He's able to speak to you. The things that I've been having our kids do is to read on their own. 
and then they have to come and they have to talk to dad and tell you know what they've been learning. But it's been amazing because as they do that, I'm hearing things come out of them that I'm like, where did that come from? It's coming from the Lord. Even as young as they are, the Lord is able to speak. But they've got to be willing to put in the time. And I'm not going to mention any names, but some of them might you know, a little reluctant and be like, oh, Dad, Andrew, well, I got things to do, you know. I got video games to play. I got, you know, on and on it goes. I want you to hear that you can receive from the Word. But here's the deal. It's work. Because what was he talking about when he said, I have to treat you like infants? What he said was, I have to feed you milk. Why do we feed milk to infants? Because there's no work to it, right? And then where do we go from milk? We go to that mushed up food. Now, if we were to serve you mushed up baby food at the uh, meal that we're about to have, I mean, how many of you would stay for it or you know, at least wait to eat something later? You wouldn't want that, right? Why? Because you've tasted better now. But you see that child tasted better at that point. At that point, that's the best they've had. As a matter of fact, you know, they start off with one thing and maybe some bananas and, or some green beans and then they move to something else and they're like, oh man, this is great. Oh man, this is great. But years later, after they had some donuts or mashed potatoes, whatever it is, are they going to want to go back? No way. Hear me. When you really set this aside and you take time to get in the Word yourself, you're not going to want to go back. You're not going to want to go back. You know, one of the things that I'm finding as I grow in the Lord is that I'm doing, I still read other people's works, but I find myself less and less dependent on that. Not because I know it all, but because I love to hear the Lord speak to me. And I've found that He will speak to me when I get into His Word. I do not have to go to other places. Now again, I'm not saying that that's bad or anything like that. I'm just saying that those things can be an encouragement to you, alright? Just like a, a piece of candy is nice, alright? That can be kind of a, a pick-me-up, you know, maybe a little sugar, whatever it is. But if candy is your main source of meal... How are you going to feel? You're going to feel awful. And that's how much of the American church is today. They're feeling awful because they're not partaking of what God wants to give them. Now, what's the result when that happens? What's the result when we're just eating pre-digested food, when we're not eating the meals that God wants to give us? Well, here's what happened with the Corinthians. He says in verse 3, For you are still controlled by your sinful nature. You are jealous of one another and quarrel with one another. Doesn't that prove that you are controlled by your sinful nature? Now I talk about this a lot, but I want you to hear what it said there. It talked about controlled. You see, even when you're born again, 
You are no longer bound by the sinful nature. You no longer have to follow the sinful nature. But the sinful nature does not leave you at that point. You are born again and you have a spiritual life. But you must feed that life. If you do not feed that life with the Word and the things that God wants to give you, guess what? The spirit, the sinful nature is going to overpower. I mean, if I'm just feeding my spirit on pre-digested food that I pick up or maybe once a month, how is that going to compete with the sinful nature that, first of all, my mind can feed it all on its own, but then as I go out into the world, I find constant food for my sinful nature. How do I overcome that? How do I not live by the sinful nature? I feed the spiritual nature. That's how I do it. And as I feed the spiritual nature, it becomes stronger and stronger, and I am better able to resist the sinful nature. No, I know that's, oh man, that sounds like work. You know, I, I mean, again, I think back to growing up and how, you know, I had mom making all these meals, and gee, it would be great just to, you know, um, just live in that forever, wouldn't it? Yeah, it'd be great to be the infant and to have mom mash up your food and just keep feeding you all the time. But here's the deal. You're created for a greater purpose than that. I was created for a greater purpose than that. You see, God did that so that one day I would grow and develop and would then take care of others. I would have my own kids and I would take care of them and teach them how to grow and develop so that they could take care of others. That's how the church is supposed to work. You see, we've all and we've all feed one another, but here's the deal. None of us here are intended to be babies. None of us here are intended just to make messes and cry and, and get mad when we don't get what we want. We're intended to eat our own meals, to grow and develop, and then to give back. You see what I'm saying? That's how God intended for all of us to be. But, but we've seen this pattern, again in the American church, where we have so many people living on pre-digested food that we think that that's okay and that that's how it's supposed to be. But here's the deal. If you're not really growing and developing, be able to give to others. And not only are you not going to be able to as you begin to meet the force of the world, which is opposed to the Lord, which is opposed to the, opposed to the kingdom, you're going to find yourself crushed. You're not going to be able to battle what the world is bringing. You know, one of the advantages that we've had over this last year is to begin to kind of stop some of our busyness, stop some of our activity, and really decide what is important. And I believe that what the Lord has wanted to do through that is for us to really see our need to grow and develop spiritually because of things that are coming. God wants to work through us. God wants to share His glory. But in order for that to happen, we must be people who grow and develop. And that only happens when we partake of meals with the Lord. 
not just pre-digested food. So I want to encourage you, as we talked about last week, to really make a commitment in this, to really make, um, just to set your heart to this, that you are going to pursue the good things that God has for you. It's going to be good, but it will never happen unless you take the time and say, okay, I'm going to go after this. I want to see what Lord has for me, not just the pre-digested stuff that Kirk's already eaten or Sunday school already eaten or the guy on the podcast or, or, or whatever it is. You see what I'm saying? Again, let those things encourage you, but God has things that He wants to give directly to you. He's waiting for you. He's prepared the table. He's just waiting for you to come. Don't be intimidated. Don't, don't be intimidated by the person told you that you're not qualified, that, that they need to go in and sort it out for you and bring it back. No, you, 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 don't, you don't need a parent to feed you. You are His child. He wants to feed you directly. Lord, thank You that You love each one of us and that you want to feed each one of us. And again, thank you that each of us has a role to play, Lord. And I'm grateful for each person here and the roles that they have to play. And I, Lord, I just pray that they would walk it out, that they would experience the goodness of what it is to, to, to feed your table, Lord, just the two of you. But then I pray that they would bring it back. They would bring it back to the body and that we as a body would then share it with the world. Lord, there are powerful things that you want to do in the coming days and in the coming years, but it's only going to happen if we are surrendered to you and if we are eating the meals that you want to give us. So Lord, help us to block other things out and just to come to the table that you've In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. If you would stay.